How's everybody doing out there? Welcome to the latest installment of the Man Cave Huddle. I am your host, Greg. And I tried it out last year. And I only did it one time. But I really want to go through a season this year. And what I'm talking about is, you know, when college football comes and the NFL comes, it just feels like there's so many games to watch. They're just, the games start at noon, especially with college, the last game, if you're watching Hawaii, and to all my late night college football fans, to all my Madden players, to all my people that stay up late sipping on Saturday nights, you know Hawaii games start live at midnight. So in saying that, it's wall to wall, and you sit there and think to yourself, look, I don't want the fluff. I just want the meat and potatoes. Give me the good games to watch. What are the good games to watch? Don't tell me all the games. Give me the good games. Well, what we're doing this upcoming college football and NFL Sunday season, what I'm going to do is on Thursdays and Fridays, and I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to give you what I feel are the must-watch, the huddle must watch, all right? When we say huddle must watch, basically what we're talking about is the HMWs of your weekend, all right? So let's just start from the first game. There aren't that many games for this weekend in college football that I think that are like, you know, must watches. If, if, if it's on, it's on. But if it's like, a, you know what? I don't really have nothing to do. It's around 345. Like, oh, wait a minute. Four o'clock, Saturday, 4 p.m. Fox. The unranked Northwestern Wildcats will be at the 25th ranked Stanford Cardinals. Why is this a must-watch game? Let me give you a couple talking points. On Northwestern side, last year they finished 9-5 with the final ranking of 25 in the AP poll. They returned five starters on offense, six on defense, which include a group which are six of seven of the top tacklers from last season. So pretty much all the guys that they're returning on defense were part of the top tacklers on their team last year. And on a side note for the Northwestern Wildcats, senior defensive end Joe Gaziano, he enters this upcoming season as the nation's active leader in sacks with 21 career sacks. Now look, what does that mean? When you're playing the Stanford Cardinals, you know what you're going to have to deal with, that run game and a good quarterback. And if you have a solid defense, which Northwestern Wildcats look like they're bringing back, a lot of veteran leadership. Now they did lose their quarterback, but they bring back a lot of players on that offense. Defense travels. Offense will catch up. We'll see what happens in terms of what the Wildcats could provide. Now, the Cardinals who will be hosting this game. Stanford, they are 3-0 all-time against Northwestern at home. Now, a major talking point for the Stanford Cardinals is their quarterback. He's a senior by the name of K.J. Costello, and he's coming off a season in which he passed for 3,540 yards and 29 touchdowns. And... 
He's pretty much Peyton Manning-ish out there in terms of, wait, 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 wait. Greg, what are you saying? He's that good? He's going to be a future Hall of Famer? No. What I'm saying is when he's at the line of scrimmage, he's an orchestra. He, he, he's like Peyton Manning, Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. He's telling everybody what to do. He's audibilizing. He's doing stuff off the cuff, on the fly, and it works. Pretty much they give him the play. He looks at the defense, and he has free reign to do whatever he wants to do for that particular play. And the fact that he's a senior, that's a good match right there. Now, Stanford, they are 3-2-2 two two all-time against Northwestern. Who do I think is going to win this game? Defense travels, but I think with Stanford, that run game, I know that they lost Bryce Love, but they're going to have to do it running back by committee. And with that run game, along with Costello pulling the strings offensively in a passing game, I feel the Cardinals are going to pull this game out. Now, I'm not a gambling man, so we're going to work on this whole gambling line and how much you have to win by and things of that nature. We'll be working on that as the season goes on, but I'm just giving you my picks. Now, my next uh, HMW of the weekend is the 11th ranked Oregon Ducks going into the 16th ranked Auburn Tigers. This game will take place Saturday at 7.30 p.m. on ABC. Now, this is what you have to watch for. The Oregon Ducks have won seven consecutive season openers. Beating Auburn would be the first time over a ranked team in for a season opener since the last time they did it, which was against Wisconsin in 2011. Now, the reason why I say what to watch for, one of the key players you have to watch is Justin Herbert. This is a player, if you've been listening to the Man Cave Huddle religiously, which you should be, and if you're not, it's almost like brushing your teeth. It's something that you just need to do every day. It's saying that Justin Herbert was a was one of the top quarterbacks coming out last year in terms of it was Herbert, Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, and, you know, my guy, you know, I got to call him my guy because, you know, the Giants drafted him. So what am I going to say? I hate the guy. Daniel Jones was not even in the mix last year. But we're talking about Justin Herbert being a potential number first quarterback off the board last year. And pretty much he said he wanted to come back for a senior season and try and improve on his skill set and his draft stock. I don't knock him for that. But when you want to gamble and risk, better to do it on yourself than on somebody else. Now, last year, he proved that he was a first-round quarterback worthy of taking with the number one overall pick in the draft. He only passed for 3,151 yards, 29 touchdowns, and over his career, he's led Oregon to an average of 38.3 points per game over 28 starts. So you say what you want. This guy puts up in the term talking NBA terminal lingo right now. He puts up buckets while he's out there starting. Now, when you look on the other side against the 16 ranked Auburn Tigers, they lost a lot last year. This is going to be their home opener. They recruit well. They always get top players at top position, but with Gus Malzahn, their head coach, they call him the mad scientist because he literally 
mix-up plays during the game on the sideline, dependent on what the defense is playing. So if you're doing this, he will literally say, okay, we haven't practiced this, but this is what we're going to do. It's going to be interesting if he wants to do that this year because he's named Bo Nix as a starting quarterback, and Bo Nix is a true freshman. So we'll see how far that goes in terms of how creative he will be. Who do I feel will win this game? If Justin Herbert wants to be the number one quarterback drafted this year in the draft, because at this point it's between him and Tua, I'm not going to disrespect him and not mispronounce his last name, but pretty much the Alabama starting quarterback. Um, It's a battle between those two this year. And if Justin Herbert wants to be the first quarterback off the board, he's going to need to play well. And this is going to be a showcase game for him. And in saying that, I think he can and will play well. And I believe Oregon will win this game. And my next and last game that I feel is going to be your huddle man watch. Well, your huddle must watch of the weekend. And this is a very intriguing matchup for me. It's going to take place Sunday at 7.30 on ABC. Now, it's, this is going to be the unranked Houston Cougars taking on the number four Oklahoma Sooners. Now, opening kick information is this. Houston comes in with a senior quarterback by the name of De'Eric King, who last year, I mean, you say what you want. I know they're coming in this year unranked. He was only responsible for 50 touchdowns, 5-0, 36 passing, 14 rushing. Okay? Now, the only quarterback other than De'Eric King to be responsible for that many touchdowns was Tua on Alabama. So that lets you know the type of production that this quarterback is capable of and coming in for his senior year. You know he's going to be more than confident to be on the road playing against the team, the caliber of the Oklahoma Sooners. Now, this De'Eric King, he only led the Cougars last year to an average of 43.9 points per game with 512 yards per game. These Houston Cougars are no joke offensively. I'm not saying they're the team that are up there with your Clemson's, your Alabamas, your team, your, your Ohio State teams of that nature. But what I'm saying is don't sleep because if you blink an eye, you'll be down 21-zip with the quickness. Houston is 2-0 opening the season versus a ranked opponent. This is a very – see, this is what you get when you listen to the Man Cave huddle. The last time they opened up a season against Oklahoma – was 2016 and they beat Oklahoma 20, 33 to 23. So Houston, although they come into this game thinking to themselves, oh my gosh, we're at Oklahoma. Some of those players, it's 2019, 2016. Some of those players are still on this roster, my friend, and they won't be scared. But let's talk about these Oklahoma Sooners. Now, When you're playing the Sooners, there's one thing that you know. It's going to be a track meet because their defense is like Swiss cheese. You could do what you want, how you want, when you want. 
And that's just the way it's been. No disrespect, but, you know, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, they were putting up a lot of points. And when you look at the Houston Cougars, they can put up a lot of points. Now, this this Oklahoma Sooner defense, they have a new defensive coordinator, a guy who came over, a coach, an assistant coach who came over from the Alabama Crimson Tide. We'll see how well those principles have been installed and how effective this defense will be this year. Because if the defense could, they don't need to stop the opponent. They just need to slow down the opponent with the way Cliff Kingsbury has this offense humming. And speaking of this offense humming, as a graduate transfer from Alabama, senior quarterback Jalen Hurts has been named the starter. Now, who's Jalen Hurts? If you don't know, while he was at Alabama, Hurts led the Crimson Tide to a 26-2 record and won a national title in 2017. Now, why did he transfer? Tua took his position. He had eligibility left. And similar to uh, Justin Herbert, our Oregon wanted to improve his draft stock and decided to basically go to a school where he would get an opportunity to showcase his talents. And he's only following in the footsteps of two aforementioned quarterbacks and Baker Mayfield, who went number one overall to the Cleveland Browns. And then the past quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners, who went number one overall in this past NFL draft to the Arizona Cardinals, was Kyler Murray. So Cliff Kingsbury is a quarterback whisperer because both Mayfield and Murray did not come into the season initially as can't-miss number one overall picks in the draft. Now, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is going to be the number one overall pick in the draft, but what I can say is whatever teams feel of him now, Cliff Kingsbury can make that stock improve. Basically, Jalen Hurts right now is a stock that's even, and he's going to turn you into Apple, into an Amazon stock where that green arrow is pointing up. Now, in home openers, Oklahoma Sooners, they are 77, 15, and 4. This is going to be very interesting, man, playing uh, this Houston Cougars game. But I will say this about Oklahoma. They are consistent. And consistency is a key to greatness. Why? Because Oklahoma is the only FBS team to rack up 16 seasons of double-digit wins since 2000. Let me say that again. Oklahoma Sooners are the only team in the FBS to rack up 16 seasons of double-digit wins since 2000. We're talking about more than Alabama, more than Ohio State. I don't want to say other teams like Ohio State, Clemson, because those teams, they, you know, Clemson, they're the hot boys right now. Ohio State had a nice little run, but you can't say 16. That is consistent. You dig what I'm saying? Now, who do I think is going to win this game? I think this is going to be a track meet of a game. I think this is going to be a game Sunday night where it's going to be around, around 9.45, 10 o'clock. 
There's going to be three, four minutes left. The score is going to be 45-49. And the team that is down will have the ball left with maybe a minute and 45 seconds left to go in the game and will need to score a touchdown to win the game and make it a 52-49 victory. That's the type of game that I'm predicting and I'm I'm thinking I'm going to see who do I think is going to win that game? Oklahoma Sooners. Why? Because they're at home. Jalen Hurts has played in big games. He's been through it all, seen it all. And Cliff Kingsbury, them boys, they're built to score 52 a game. Now, I'm not saying the Houston Cougars aren't, but what I'm saying is I don't know if they could sustain that level of play that they're going to need to sustain for four full quarters because if they can they will be victorious but i don't think that they can i believe that the number four ranked oklahoma sooners will come out victorious in this those are my must watches for your huddle must watches for this upcoming weekend in college football now as i do in every episode i want to end with a positive note and this positive note will be by mr biggs burks I follow him on Instagram. A lot of powerful, motivating information that he puts out there. But his quote is, evolve so hard that they have to get to know you again. Mm. Right? Think about that. You have you have evolved so hard that people have to get to know you again. Because you have a level up. You have basically transferred countries in terms of your leveling up. But that's my positive quote. I hope you watch. I hope the games are great. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.